Welcome to Life Beyond the Limit. And now your house, my daddy, Kenneth Nelson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Life Beyond the Lens. I'm your host, Ken Nelson. And on today's show, I have a special podcast. I have the team, some of the team members from Meeting Boone, um, the film written and directed by Paige, starring Sean Vaughn and Deborah Lane Spencer. They're on the podcast today. And just quick, like, so, you know, Paige, I had Paige on um, a few episodes ago, and she was going into production of Meeting Boone. And we talked a little bit about uh, just how she was feeling going into production and and just, you know, she had a little butterflies, but she just talked about how God, how God is so good and just how everything leading up to it was just, you know, God was moving as, she, as she's always saying, God moves. And so now I got, I, I wanted to bring them back on because they have a campaign going on right now, Indiegogo. They're raising $10,000 um, for posts to finish the film. And you guys are halfway there already. You guys are halfway there. Yeah. So that's a blessing, man. That's a yeah. blessing. Um, so we just want to, I want to have them on so they could talk more about the project. Um, I mean, the trailer was bananas. Like, I'm sure those of you who mm -hmm. haven't seen it, go, you know, you can go to Sean page, Deb's page, you know, Paige's page, um, go to the Indiegogo page, go there first, go there, watch it and then give. <laughs> that's what you want to do. <laughs> so the, the trailer was just amazing. Um, it's beginning a lot of traction, a lot of buzz. And so, um, yeah, I just, I'm going to jump right in. I mean, I know Sean, Sean, um, is the lead. He's Boone and he's also producer. Deb is an actor mm -hmm. in the film and Paige again, wrote and directed the film. And so, What's what's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? No, I'm good. I'm feeling good. Uh, I can't complain. God is good. So. Yeah, definitely blessing. You know. Amen. Same here. God is good. Feel All great. Right. Good, good. So, so let me let me start with um, just really quickly, Paige. If you could, and, and if you got, if you could talk a little bit about um, the campaign, and and where people can can go. I want to start with that. You know. Um, mm -hmm. And where people can go, and 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 uh, why is it important right now to to support this film? Okay, um, well, first again, thanks, Cam, for having us on. Uh, this is by far like my favorite podcast right now, uh, <laughs> and uh, and pretty much people can go uh, to Indiegogo.com and just type in Meeting Boom. Um, that's where they can donate. They'll see, you know, like um, the summary, uh, it goes into like the reasons why we got some pictures up. Um, also, I did like a, a video and the trailers up and, you know, just a full background and spiel on why we need um, everybody's help and, you know, producing, uh, finishing the production of this film. So that is that. And what was the second question? So why why do people why is it important for people to support? Um, and um, what is this film going to do for for the public? Okay, uh, so it's really important that people support, um, even if they you know just share the Indiegogo page, um, because we actually have to get this finished. Um, and when I say you know we have to get it finished, I mean um, it will get done, but you know we just want to execute the process a little uh, 
quickly and smoothly and so we just need some help with um post-production as far as like editing and coloring and also um just making sure we can cover you know the cost for audio um because we just want to make sure that it's a, a quality production um that we're able to put out so that is a that's really important um and we all too well as independent filmmakers um know the financial struggle that it can be so um yeah we're just trying to get get some help you know over on the back end as far as that and um we also just feel like it's a, a really edifying story this is definitely a story that people can and will relate to and i know for a fact that it will it will sit with a lot of people but yeah so it's a story of love lost spirituality and really just about family and about some of the effects that death and loss can have on on people in your life and and you know how people respond to it and you know in lieu of things happening just otherwise in life so i mean in short that's that's why we need you guys's help because we think that it can help a lot of people as well oh no great 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 now, De deb or shine that you guys want to add something to that yeah i can uh i could chime in i mean you know Paige did did a great job and and given the 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 reasons why and i i know one of the things that that i talked about today when i when i did a post was that is it's the relatability. Like I know one of the the images says, you know, when you when you've lost a loved one. And um we've recently celebrated, you know, the the two year anniversary of, of losing uh, my grandfather and what that was like to to my family, um, to my dad, to my grandma, who had spent, I mean, they had been together since they were like um you know, like Brentley's age, they, they they pretty much found each other in elementary and have been together ever since. And so just the fact that we know he's in a better place, but we're still grieving, we're still, you know, going through the process of, of mourning and how long, you know, that process can be, even though some of us have mourned differently and maybe in a different, you know, in, different, in a different place with it as far as being able to get through our day to day, there's still the pain that, you know, my dad just had to deal with. And then my, my grandmother just had to deal with because he died the month before their 56th wedding anniversary. Um, so it was, it, it, it was a, it was a eerie, you know, past couple of weeks, but the film speaks to that because, you know, my character Boone comes out and he's been dealing with loss his entire life. Um, granted, um, we focus on the loss of his brother, but the backstory, him losing, him losing his parents, him losing his, his grandmother, uh, uh, my light just went out, uh, <laughs> him losing his parents, him losing his grandmother, uh, and, you know, and, and just how, how loss had just been, has just been so, so strong and evident in his life. And then, you know, the last person he has, his brother is taken from him and what that, what that looks like to us. Um, as we, you know, we're dealing with COVID and we're dealing with, you know, just losing people in general and 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 how how that affects us. So I think this, this, the movie speaks volume to it because it, it shows you the pain, the struggle. It shows you it's okay to be vulnerable. It shows you it's okay to not know. And I think one of the things that, that we deal with is, is the uncertainty. It's like, okay, yeah, he or she may be in heaven, but why God? Like, why did you take them? Like, 
why even though they were suffering we always ask like why because it's it's like the selfishness that we have because we love them so much we just want to spend our 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 every every day with them like maybe we didn't get to say something to them maybe we we were upset maybe there was an argument and then they're gone just like that and so you you get to go through this roller coaster where you know there's loss and how Boone has to deal with it and who he turns to at the end is ultimately you know God and he has to he has to he has to hold on to faith that he doesn't really have when we first see him but at the end it's it's there and it helps him in being able to get through it all so I think everybody um, who sees it will be able to relate to one of the characters will be able to understand that it's okay to to not be at a place where you've accepted um, the loss of a loved one but you can you can get through it and who who gives you the strength that you need to be able to get through it the peace that you need and the comfort that you need ultimately is God and how he can move in your life in that situation and that's me and Bo. Oh, that's great, man. And Sean, I want to ask you a question about the, the, the preparation because, I mean, we worked on, on quite a few projects together and I know that you have, you have a very detailed and intense character preparation process. And so, yeah. you know, um, talk about your character preparation for Boom. Like what, what can people expect from Boom? Like who, and you talked a little bit about it just now, um, but, but who is Boom and what can people expect from, from, from your character? Um, you know, you know, for me, like, like you said, it, it is a very, uh, daunting process and and one of the things that I've been fortunate is to have directors like like you and Paige who have just entrusted me with being able to develop the character and to create the character but also having that communication where it's back and forth and and understanding like who this person is from the time he was born up until the time you know they appear in the script and and to the end of of the film and so we see when we see Boone, he's getting out of prison. And so we had to go through and understand. So what what was he doing? Why was he in prison? What was that journey like? And it was it was the backstory that ultimately led to um an understanding of, you know, he 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 came from, you know, a middle middle class family, but then his parents leave and then he's forced to live with, with his grandmother and his and his brother, who's, you know, ten ten years younger than him and and having to be like that father figure and wanting to provide and give, you know, uh, his brother some of the same things that he was able to grow up and experience um, with with his parents, but just the struggles of that because now that financial support is gone. Now that voice of reason is gone. Now the person who you depended on is is gone, and you you're you're in an environment where yeah, your grandmother loves you, but it's just not the same. And you and he ends up, you know getting involved with some people who, who just aren't good for him. And these people are in the film. So it's Rita and it's Officer Wake. And it's, it's, it's that relationship that Boone has with Rita and Officer Wake um, that ultimately lands him in prison. And it's in prison where we see in a lot of films where it's like, oh, you know, people have their epiphany or they wake up call or they, they find, you know, Jesus or they find Allah. Like there's some sort of religious um, transformation that happens in prison. And one of the things that I wanted to, to not do was follow that same, like that same uh, script where it's like, oh, you go to prison and, you know, you, you, you find yourself. I'm like, no, like this dude was still lost. 
and he was still trying to find himself and he was still trying to figure out like why he allowed himself to get into that place because that wasn't the role that he was he he knew he wanted to travel he wanted better for himself he wanted better for for his brother because that's what his dad that's what his dad instilled in him that's what his dad that's his dad taught him it was always making sure that you work hard and you and you never gave up like you always pushed forward you always persevered and that lesson is what is 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 kind of what came in the backstory and and what I used to carry throughout throughout the script so you will see those choices where it's like okay um maybe I need to I know I know this person has something to do with the murder of my brother like why would my brother kill himself like it's a cover-up so it's like that itch to go back to 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 the street like okay I know like I know that life. I know that way. I know this is like the only way to to resolve this situation is for me to take care of it myself. But then it's like, no, I can't, I can't do that because I was raised better than that. Even though, you know, I made some choices in the core, there was always be a better person. It was always, you know, he, he went to church, but he got, he stopped going to church with his grandma when he was old enough to make the decision because it's like, like most of us, when you lose somebody, you like, God, why? Like my parents were good people. Like, why did they have to die in that car accident? Why couldn't they just go off and enjoy their weekend and come back to us? And we can just, why, why, why? So you start turning away, you start shunning. But what we don't realize is that he never turns his back to us. He never shuns us. And that's what allows Boone to be able to um, make choices that that in the film you will see um, keep him from um, becoming who he really doesn't want to be. And it's through, it's through, uh, his character Layla who ultimately is like is like his his subconscious in a way because it's just something about her where it's her voice it's her spirit it's her presence that kind of ignites something that says okay you know I can do something different I can do something better but I still got to figure out what happened to my brother and so you can see him battling battling these these emotions these choices and and wanting to to you know not just uh, re- avenge the death of his brother, but just really want the answers. Want to want to figure out why this happened to his brother because his brother didn't deserve it. But then, you know, not going back to who he knew he could become, and ultimately right. be- becoming who God had had called him to be in the end. Right, and that's good because what you just explained about like coming out instead of coming out reformed, like you come out and you're and you're changing as you're out and you have all these obstacles and choices you have to to make while you're out. So you don't go back, you know, you don't want to go back. And you can see that in the trailer, like what you just said, like that, that was good. Cause I could see the trailer, like again, the trailer is phenomenal because a lot of the trailers give away everything or it's just too, but, but or, or they may not tell the story, you know, you don't understand exactly what it, the movie may be about or um and sometimes that's intentional but this was did a great job of you see you almost can see every character's kind of dilemma and struggle but it's not a whole lot you, it leaves you wanting more and you 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 understand what you just said i can see that so clearly in the trailer and and deb i wanted to ask you the same question about character preparation i know we worked together once and we talked about kind of your preparation for your character and i vowed but what was preparing? So who is your character in, in this film? And uh, what was your preparation like? And what can people expect from your character? So um, I actually play the bigger, the big sister to Layla, the lead. And she's very protective. 
and very, um, it's kind of like they're in survival of the fittest, but um, she, she literally has like this mama bear thing to her. Um, and I, I, I am an older sister, so it was natural, but I allow my sisters to kind of just like live their life versus being on their head all the time. Um, but what's interesting, what's an interesting dynamic is that the character who plays Layla, Carla, um, she's like a little sister to me anyway. And I'm always concerned about her career and um, making sure that she's staying focused. Any questions that she has, of, ask of me, I'm always willing to give, you know what I'm saying? And I'm always watching her, just making sure that she's being taken care of, that she's not around the wrong people. Like, I, I, I don't know, I just immediately went into big sister mode with her already, automatically before the film. And so it just flowed naturally. Um, and the process for me was finding that balance. Me and Paige talked a couple of times of the balance of, you know, one, you're not her mom, but you want to get her to that point where she feels annoyed or feels trapped in or pinned in the corner and wanting to lash back. Um, but you can't control things. And uh, yeah, so, so it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a dope process as far as being a different type of big sister. Um, and then understanding that like in life, sometimes you just, you just want people to just listen. Like, look, I've been down this road before. I know how this could turn out. Just listen to what I'm saying. But without, you know, that, that, that's where your testimony comes from. You have to be tested. You have to be tested. And I think that um, if God, did everything for us we wouldn't learn the lessons it would just be like oh yeah he always got my back he gonna right. he gonna work it out right. which he will but there are some things where he wants us to kind of stump our toes on so we can learn our own lessons and that's kind of what jamie ends up having to do kind of back up so her little sister can kind of stump her own toe wow no that's good that's good you you mentioned something about just your relationship with um the actresses playing your younger sister and how just off screen you're you're you become a big sister to her, and sure. and um, so I, just you know following the film on social media, like seeing the pictures, seeing the behind the scenes footage, um, it seemed like there was a lot of chemistry, um, a lot of just like um, just, just chemistry is the word. And Paige, like I wanted to ask you, you know, coming from chasing after your first feature, um, it was a smaller feature, and meeting Boone is bigger in scope. You have a larger cast um you have so much that you're you're managing um talk about just as a director on the set with all these actors um some you're working with for the first time how did you feel how did you manage that process because this is a larger scope this film looks much larger than chasing after you and um a lot more action a lot more things going on so talk about your process as well and how did you manage your, your day-to-day -day on set um, and keep that chemistry going on set. Okay, so I would say that one of the biggest, yes, it was definitely um, a larger project than Chasing After You. Um, I, it had some of the, the same aspects as far as, you know, just the, uh, I would say the, the spirit of it all was still there. But um, with it being kind of, you know, it was my second time, you know, going in on, on a feature. So I just wanted to, it's, it's been like three years since we, you know, had shot Chasing After You. 
And so um, I definitely, in that time, had, you know, developed and grown and really just like, you know, went back and, and studied a lot of a lot of the mistakes that I made in the past um, and tried to prepare a lot, lot more. Um, but I will say that uh, you can never be too prepared, especially when it comes to, to filmmaking. Um, and so I think that helped us tremendously, just, you know, preparation. But um, it was a lot deeper than I, it was a lot deeper than I thought it would be because when we initially when we initially began to go into it you know um i actually didn't know if we were going to end up shooting this film this year um and so i i had in my mind convinced myself like you know with covid going on and you know with us just constantly having to push the shoot dates back um i just said okay well in my mind i was like we probably not even gonna shoot this the next year so mentally i had like prepared myself to tap out and um <laughs> you know um something told me like yeah you just you need to um you know just check with everybody see if you know see how they're feeling and if they really want to you know still go forward with this and so um, i talked to all the actors and and you know just to ask like hey you know it's covid um y'all cool with like risking your life for this no <laughs> no i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but but in, in kind of short <laughs> but everybody was like yes let's just do it you know let's just get it done before they lock us back up and um and you know we did it and that came as a huge surprise to me because i swear i did not like i was tapped, like i was tapped out i had did a lot of um mental preparation um as far as i don't know like i'm I'm always kind of unfortunately a nervous wreck up until like the very moment and so um so I had like tapped out and then I was like oh okay guy you really want us to do it like you wasn't you were serious like we just gonna do this okay um so you know in like a week I had to just like gather myself and re-pull everything back together and so from that point on I would say though um we took a whole like not just journey of production but like a whole like i went on like a whole spiritual journey where with you know production of the film because um as i i don't know if i, I told you this before but you know a lot of these stories that i write i can't fully always relate to um at least i don't think you know mm -hmm. they're just stories that i feel that god gives me and um and this one in particular you know I didn't feel like, you know, I hadn't, you know, really lost a, a, a loved one, a very close loved one. Um, I, you know, never worked at a funeral home and didn't really know too much about it, but I did, I did still, I had, you know, ended up having access to, you know, somebody who did own a funeral home. But I remember you um, said, I mean, sorry for cutting yeah. you off, but I remember you saying on the podcast before that you didn't have this story and then you saw the funeral home. I think you said your boyfriend, like, yeah said, oh you have a funeral home and you went and saw it didn't have an idea and then you saw it and said i have to use it and then that's when things began to kind of happen yeah things just started idea. Like, yeah you know my that's amazing the story began to form and um so with me not having you know like any like i guess attachment to the story fully um it still started to develop but then um things started to happen like in my life uh that were like really relative to the story and that's what really like i was just like okay god what are you 
what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Um, and so I started to see, you know, things kind of like me go through the process with the film. Like every week, it was just like a new obstacle um, that I had to face. And and even and Sean directly can can like tell you about how like we just uh it was it was a real process but nonetheless um I think it it definitely for this film it made me not only better at my craft but also stronger and working with the actors um which was was probably I don't know that was like the most amazing amazing part because one I was still like in awe that everybody had like came together um to work with me of all people uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um but no no i was just i was really excited to to work with this group of people yeah, because yeah. um previously i had studied um and and really been watching you know this group of people and so i knew um exactly you know who i wanted and so when when we actually got you know on set everything just like seamlessly fell into place as far as like people being like people you know going into character um and you know i did i did um have like though it was COVID, we still like you know we had zoom rehearsals we had one-on-ones and stuff like that um and i think uh i i personally thoroughly enjoy getting to know each and everybody so um i think us you know just naturally like flowing and falling into that like really like family-like relationship which essentially i mean it happens on most sets anyways because i mean you're seeing everybody constantly you know and and you're acting as a family you know when you get on that screen so um so yeah it, it was a fun process but it was definitely a a trying one for me i would definitely i personally i would say um it's probably you know I'll probably say this about every film that I make because this is the hardest film I ever made. <laughs> but yeah, like, you, you <laughs> want it to be. I, I think you want to though because you know you're growing. Yeah. You know you're growing. Yeah. Like you don't have all oh, that was easy. That film was super easy to put together. Oh, no, no. You know? but no, I could tell you some yeah. stories. No, <laughs> no, but let's talk about. So just you know, just if you, what was one of the hardest days for you guys? Like if you want to, whoever can jump in and answer that because you know there's always that challenging day um on, on a set and so what was one of the hardest days for you guys um sean you want to go or uh yeah um let's see <laughs> we had we we had we shot we had a what was it the where we did the long night and we had the early morning where we was at the airbnb and we shot all of all of bones uh interior at the house and so we were at we were at the park the night before um so oh, this was... this is just one. So we were at the park, and and it was it had to be dark. Uh, it's summertime, so it gets dark later. So we had to wait for it to get dark. I have to be playing basketball, and the mosquitoes and whatever else was out there biting us was on like Jurassic Park level. Uh, and we it, nothing was working. Uh, nothing was working. None of the spray was working. And I'm sweating. So I'm literally sweating off the spray, getting ate up, getting ate up. Oh, wow. and, and we're shooting, we're shooting. And, and I'm getting, I'm getting bit up, like while we're, while we're doing the scene and I have to be all up in Rita's face and, and I'm getting ate up on my left shoulder and he sees the bug and he tries to smack the bug off um, to help me out. And the next day, so it's a late night. We got to get up early the next day. We get up and then because everybody's tired, we go to the Airbnb, uh, 
half some of the team is at the Airbnb. The rest of the team is is at the funeral home because we had a pickup that day, and everybody's tired. Everybody is covered in 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 bites, and then when we we finally you know communicate with everybody, we drive over. We get over to the the funeral home, do the pickup, come back to the Airbnb, and then we go through all of the interior and exterior of the house, and then like I'm last. And so, and so like, oh, it was like, man. I literally, so, and so I'm, I think I'm like on an hour of sleep, just like everybody else, but I'm like the last one to shoot some of the big, like the big emotional scenes. Uh, so there's, 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 there's one where I'm in a room. It's in the, it's in the trailer. I'm in a room. I'm going through, through the room and I'm on the, I got the KA uh, shirt on and I'm on the bed and I got my hands on my head. So it's that day, but I'm at the end of the day. And Ariel is like, Sean, you only get two takes. Oh. And so. <laughs> and Ariel is Eric. Who's Ariel? Ariel is our producer. producer. Okay. Oh my God. She's the producer. She, and she, she was, she was, she was dead she was serious. And, and, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. And so I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I'm like, all right, okay. I'm like everybody else got like you know all their takes. But the beauty of it is like is that we were only doing like we didn't do any like no more than like five takes. Period. So it's like everybody had to be ready. Everybody had to go. We was moving. Everybody was hitting their marks, and we was able to go. But I was only getting two takes to do some of the most emotional stuff that I had to do um, at in the film. And this is like going back and reliving like the memory of of my brother and him being gone and you know looking at an image and going through his room and and going through the stuff and then reading a letter that he didn't finish that he was sending to me and he literally wrote this letter and I didn't know he was writing it and I'm reading it for the first time and I was able to do everything that that needed to be done because Paige didn't didn't say anything and Ariel uh didn't reprimand me reprimand me for <laughs> going over two takes so so it was it was it was one of the hardest days because it pushed me to actually do what I was hired to do and that was act and one of the things that I was doing in, in preparation was I came across uh, this this acting coach cat, casting director Joe Kelly and she talks about being instinctive and resetting our tool as actors so that we're, we're more in the moments and we're out of our heads. And, and Ken, you know, um, more than any, anybody that, that I can get in my head. So like the whole time that I'm preparing for Boone, it's like, okay, I want to be instinctive. So I, I go through her, her seminar and I'm telling Paige, I'm like, okay, I'm focused on being instinctive and just in the moments so I'm doing all the background work that I normally do in preparing for, for a role but it's like just being instinctive. And I think because I was able to do the reset, there, was, there wasn't any issues on, on that day with me not doing it in two takes or less. And, and we were able to get those scenes, even, I mean, from me having to eat uh, trail mix and water for breakfast oh uh, to coming in and the house is, is torn apart and reacting to that and having another emotional um, breakdown and, and just just all of the dynamics of the emotional roller coaster that took place on that day after everybody has already shot after only having an hour of sleep and having like a 6 a.m call time and then i'm not shooting to the end of the day and and so that was yeah that was a crazy day but it, it just showed what you can do when you're willing to grow 
when you work when you trust your team when you working with you know a great team and as an actor you just allow yourself to actually just be instinctive and in the in those moments no that's great man that's great that's a wonderful that's that's man I, yeah i already know <laughs> i already know i already know how crazy that can be long days you know we had some long days and and turn around like yeah i just remember and i and and i wasn't acting so you know what i'm saying i i can't imagine um how that how that is and it's funny i'm thinking when you talk about ariel said you get two takes but i was like oh she's probably like you had all day to prepare <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I mean, she's like you had all day to prepare and i wasn't and in a good was in the this, best way yeah yeah it was it was it was good and then it was funny because then it was like when she was giving us more time we didn't know we didn't know what to do we was like are you like you <laughs> you serious or are you just like you cracking a joke she was like oh no y'all got okay um so it was, was it was good serious. that she she was like she she cracked she cracked that whip on us and kept us and she kept us moving but i mean i think that was one of the one of the moments where we we were able to truly just see just how what the team how we do. came to yeah, yeah what the team could do and how god was god was moving in the midst yeah. of it all because at this point what page page says earlier we had we had like we started we started fasting and we started being hit left and right like <laughs> like like wow. everything was happening so it was like she had stuff happening stuff started happening with me stuff started happening with with my wife i was like now I was renting cars to get out there. Now all of a sudden, like, I was having problems renting cars. So it was like, now how am I going to get out here? I'm, like, in Detroit all weekend. And it was just stuff that was just happening left and right. But it was like when when we got there and we started, you, you know, we had prayer, we set up, and it was action. And we just seen, like, the shift and everything. And it was like, we're supposed to be doing this because God has a, God has a, a purpose for this film we're just the vessels that he's using to get this story out. And the enemy was trying to do everything he could to shake us up. Yeah. Even from, from the, you know, the miscommunication that we had on that day where we only had the funeral home for a very short amount of time for that pickup, because we was literally at the Airbnb all day. Um, so. No, that's not it, man. The anointing is all over this, this project. And, you know, it's, it's definitely all over this project and, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, Deb. Um, what was did you have a particularly hard day or or a challenging moment? Um, and then the next question after that, how, how has this film changed you? And I'm gonna ask the same thing to to Shine and Page. How has the film changed you? So, Deb, go ahead. So, glory to God, I did not have a hard day. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all went through that. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I was going to come on here and say, like, honestly, like, Deb, Deb is, like, the most adjustable, like, <laughs> she can, like, anytime, like, I was, like, I would be, like, you know, like, hey, okay, so we're going to have to do this, or this is not going to work, or, you know, she would be, like, okay, yep, let's just go with the flow, yep, okay, um, we'll readjust it, yep, okay, and I'm just, like, wow, she's amazing. <laughs> No, thank you. Seriously, man, this is, I always say as an actor, we're clay. We should be moldable, you know, just whatever you need, let's get it done. But I will say this, and, and Ken, every time I come on your podcast, I'm crying. I'm not going to cry today. <laughs> but I will say this, Sean and Paige, I was not ready 
for what was going to come after this. And um, the two films that I did afterwards, I experienced what you all experienced on Meeting Boone. And I think it, it literally has shifted me into something that we have to talk about offline, guys. I think that there is a necessary calling on our lives in regards to being responsible for our prayer life during productions and then being leaders to help other actors to have a stronger prayer life and producers and directors, et cetera, wow. when it comes to productions. Yeah. And I gotta talk to you guys about it. It's, it's necessary and I'm excited to even share this with you all, but that's what God had been dealing with me with is my prayer life on set before a production happens and afterwards because that's what the enemy does. He comes in to kill, you know, to destroy. Um, and uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for what came afterwards. And so to my sister and my brother, I'm, I am sorry for what you guys went through, but it was necessary and it, it's going to, it was for a purpose. And I'm just excited for what God is going to do for this project. Um, because of you all sacrifice and your endurance. Oh, amen. Amen. So I think you just answered the question. How does it change you? And, and um, I think you did. How did this yeah, process it made, change it, you? It made yeah. me get serious about man, you. You, I thought I had a prayer life yeah. when it comes to being an actress or not making a move without God. Um, but I'm talking about darts on every snare, like mm. coming, in, you know, in, in places that I guess I wasn't on the wall. Like literally God's been dealing with me with being a watchman, stay on the wall, um, stay on the wall, stay prayerful. And um, yeah, so it made me more aware of what I'm up against. Well, I, and not even, I wouldn't even good. say more aware, but just, I see you. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, see, yeah. See what, what he's trying to do and I'm not going to allow it. Oh, that's great. That's good. That's good. Sean, how did this, this project change you after coming off of production and um, how did it change you, man? Uh, I think one, one of the, the biggest things is, you know, having, having the fast that we were doing uh, those was like the last three weeks of, of production and, and I call it tapping in. And it, it, when we tap in, it's, it's like, okay, I'm making sure that I'm studying the word. I'm making sure that I'm taking time to pray. I make sure that I'm worshiping. I make sure that I'm fasting. And so the tapping in allowed things to be revealed where it's like, okay, when God has called you to a certain level, then there's an expectation that you have to meet in your, in your own self, your, your mind, body, and your spirit self to get to that level. And understanding that and meeting that expectations, you're going to face trials and tribulations. And and James and James talks about in the book of James, he talks about like, hey, be excited that you're going through some things because it's test of your faith. And the test of your faith produces perseverance, and and perseverance allows the work to be finished so that you can be mature and complete and lack nothing. And and then in, in James two, he talks about faith without works is dead. And so the biggest thing that I've been been focused on now it's like and and that's and that's where you know pages um god's move comes in it's like faith without works is dead so it's faith plus our works equals god moves and so realizing that that god moves is a profound hashtag like it's it's literally saying it's saying well if you want god to move then what does it look like on your end well you have faith well you you say you have faith but your actions don't line up to your faith 
And so if 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 you're gonna if you if you're gonna profess the faith, then your actions has to line up to that faith. And if your actions line up to that faith and you're executing in purpose, then watch how God moves on your behalf. And it doesn't matter what you face because the trials that you go through are testing that faith. So do you have that faith that you're saying? Okay, boom, let's test it and see. And it's no different than taking a math class and you go through, you know, uh, and you go through a semester and you take a test to see what you know. We're, we get tested to see where our faith is. And, and, and it's our reactions to those tests that shows whether or not we've been able to grow or what areas we need to grow in. But it doesn't, it doesn't negate God being able to move on our behalf. It just says, okay, you need to do a little more of this or you need to do a little more of that. And so that's, that's where I've, I've, I've been at. It's like, boom, like experiencing what we experienced on the project. Like, yeah, it's, it sucked transmission we we were shooting in in mount clemens and it was the weekend that i said it was the the hardest weekend it was like uh the transmission on on my truck on on my truck went out that weekend like we're driving it takes us this random way and i didn't been out to mount clemens like several times up to this point and never have gone this way it takes us this random way the truck is acting up but we get through the weekend and come back on a monday then the truck like stops and like East Lansing and then we go through this whole process and then so it's like one thing after another but it was like a testing of our faith what were we what were we gonna do were we gonna were we gonna break down was I gonna be like oh man you know I can't shoot this weekend sorry guys like it's about to cost me fifteen hundred dollars to get my truck fixed and I ain't got a way to get it it was like no it was like okay all right the enemy come to steal kill and destroy he's literally trying to steal my joy steal steal my faiths He's literally trying to to destroy what God has set up for this film. And I'm not going to let him. I'm like, all right, I'll figure out how to get the truck fixed. Get it towed to the shop. What, what's the estimation? All right, we'll get a new transmission. So it was like, it, it was like, yeah, financially, I don't want to write that check. But faith-wise, I'm like, all right, God, take care of it. I got work to do. I need to get to, <laughs> I need to, get to Detroit this weekend. I have work to do. And, and that's one of the biggest things that, that even now is like, after we've shot, it's like, all right, uh, Elena kids, like we already know what we've experienced and what came out of this project. We got to keep moving. We got to keep executing because there's no way God will allow us to be able to get through what we got through and then be like, all right, y'all on y'all. Man. That's yeah. That's it. just powerful. You know man. That's powerful. I was just talking to my mom this morning about, about faith and works, like, and how I think people, and I hope y'all listening really got that. That's just powerful because a lot, I think a lot of times we, we, we think because we're, we're doing something good or we're good people, or we pray that God's just going to automatically do it for us. And like you said, like you have to do your part and God will meet you you know, he would meet you there and he would do the rest. And so I, I, and, and also what you said was, was there going to be trials Like you know, there are going to be trials and, and, and knowing that the trials come and you, and when you persevere, it creates maturity and, and it, and it makes you stronger. Um, you don't know how long you're going to face these trials. You don't know what the trials may be, but you know, they, they will probably come and, but it's for the betterment. And, and, and it, that's just powerful, man. That's, that's powerful. And, I think, um, again, like just following you guys through this process, just from what you've been posting, um, like I said, you could feel the anointing on this project. Um, and I know it's going to do well and it's going to, it's going to elevate everybody involved in it. 
um, God's gonna open doors. And, it, and it's just, just amazing to see it playing out and to hear these stories. That's why I wanted to get y'all on, man, because I, I know there's some amazing stories. Um, Paige, I wanted to ask you, I know like when you were on the podcast before, you said you, you never know where the idea is coming from and you don't, you don't even know how you're gonna execute it, but you just, you just have faith and you move. And you inspired me listening to you on that podcast, talk about your faith and your belief and your trust in God, like inspired me. And so talk about where you are now after this process. Um, God gave you this idea and now you're in the, the final stretch. And, and how has it changed you? Um, I would, okay, so I feel like I did a full, I'm still going through the transformation. <laughs> um, and I say that because honestly, for me, it was literally just like yesterday, something that I had just imagined. And, you know, then again, I went through the process of, process of, just, th of just thinking like, oh, this isn't gonna happen. Um, and, and to now had seen everybody come together and like everything literally worked together. Uh, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And I truly, truly believe in that, um, in that verse, because uh, it's it's been playing out in my life so like tremendously, and even just you know down to down to the crew, to the actors, like everybody who was a part of this project was absolutely meant was absolutely meant to be a part of this project, and so <laughs> and so for for me. Uh, like some of the hardest days, I mean, I don't know, like I, like that was Sean's hardest day. <laughs> I would say our hard, my hardest day was the day where we only had two scenes to shoot and um, we were like sitting outside. Uh, we, our call time was like 7 a.m. Uh, this was, and it was, it was like everything that could go wrong was absolutely trying to. And so our call time was 7 a.m. And we're thinking like, oh, we're about to get in here. You know, we, we got time. We're going to knock this out. We were supposed to be at a bar. Um, and so we had previously filmed at this bar. Right. So we have extras coming. You know, um, we got our cast, our crew. We're all out here. 7 a.m. We pull up to the bar. Bar is closed. Doors locked. You know, and the owner of the bar is not answering the phone um and it was like hours <laughs> i mean we were just like so what are we gonna do and then it started it started so we were like okay well the next scene we have to film is outside it's outside the funeral home so let's just run over there and shoot it and so mind you you know we had already been out here for at least you know an hour two hours and so we're like okay well let's just run over there and shoot it it's like 15 minutes away starts pouring down raining <laughs> and it was the outside scene so we were like okay so um did you get in contact with the with the owner uh nope nothing yet all right so we're just sitting here like we have the extras waiting in the car we're trying to like keep everybody there but at the same time it's just like i mean we might just have to chalk this day up we end up going to uh we end up just you know waiting it out we finally get a call, call from the owner you know he had overslept and we get in there and, and he tells us oh yeah i have an, another uh, party coming in in like an hour so you guys have to do this in an hour and um and i don't know if i mean one of our biggest challenges on 
like one of our biggest challenges was just like staying on time i would say and when we heard that it was just like uh you know like that spongebob meme when he's <laughs> <laughs> when he's like his mouth he's dropped like, to the floor yeah that one, just, yeah or the one where he's like uh going in and out like he's just like floored where he's like looking like his body is outside of his body he's like yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god you know so we were like oh my god okay so we get in here we got our our man our team like really shine bright on this day because everybody was just like okay so we got to get this done in an hour you know so we ended up just we prayed that we prayed um and we made sure this was one of the so previously like on sets i had like we would forget to pray before we started filming and stuff but um i made it a, a really like important you know a note that we don't forget you know and we just that has to be done before we start filming every day and so um and i'm so glad that i did that because i truly feel like you know god i mean god was with us anyway but i truly feel like it, it it spoke volumes you know in the times in which we needed him to like to like really work through through stuff um sean we before we started filming we said we all just because we were all like i would say running around like chickens with our head cut off trying to like figure it out like okay so i need you over here i need you you know and and, and we were like we got hour we got hour you know and then um sean was like okay let's pray so we get in the circle we say a prayer and then it was just like game time and when i tell you that the team executed we turned this barb um that technically didn't have like enough space to be like a dance floor or anything like that um we we turned it to like something else shout out to my team um west the lighting guy my dp carlton um we just like like knocked it out like crazy in an hour and um and then afterwards i remember um ariel was like all right well okay that's the wrap that's it for today and i remember <laughs> i remember everybody was like what like and today wow. was like what that's it you know <laughs> and so we all ended up you know walking away but we were just like kind of missing like we were like so this is it like so what are we gonna do like you know um i mean we were excited we had like that was like a good like day for us it was it was probably the most trying production wise day because you know we had never had to move that fast um and so i think things like that like moments like that um for me on set uh it was it was all a test of my faith because when i tell you like uh can like some days i'm not even gonna lie um, some weeks before we were shooting, because we shot every weekend, I would just be like, I'll be talking to my producer, like, I don't even know how we're about to feed them this weekend. Wow. <laughs> then, wow. Like, so what are we, what are we gonna do? Um, it's between paying audio and feeding. So. <laughs> wow. And she would like, and I swear, like, something divine would happen where she'd just come in the clutch and be like, oh, my mom's gonna pay for the food, or my mom's gonna do the food today, or you know, um, we got such and such coming. He wanted to come on. Like people, like when I tell you, it was just really working in divine order because so, a lot of things like. I know I'm the director or whatever, but I don't, a lot of things were truly like sometimes out of my control. And um, even down to like, we we ended up having to unfortunately, uh, but fortunately, I mean, it worked out very well. We ended up having to replace our lead like 
the day before their their first day on set. I mean, like two days before their first day on set, and that was like the first test for me, where it was just like, oh, okay, man. so, and so I'm like rustling around, like again, a crazy person, chick, <laughs> a crazy person, um, trying to like, you know, in literally 24 hours find a replacement, and um, I I prayed about it, you know, and I really just I had to trust you know, guy and, and making a decision because um the 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 young lady who was our lead, I didn't I didn't know her. I had, you know, never like I never seen her before, never, you know, spoke with her before. And the way that she came to me was through like a recommendation. And I thought it was gonna be completely somebody else. Um and I just I remember it was like Friday night. We were shooting Saturday and she had to be on set Sunday. And so um, I remember she just, uh, she, I messaged her, I called her, um, messaged her, and then she finally got back to me like seven o'clock at night. And she was like, hey, yeah, I'm interested. Da, da, da. So really quick, I call her, send her over, you know, some sensory, and she gets it back to me. I remember it's like one o'clock in the morning, and I already have stuff from uh, other people that I'm looking at too. And so um, I make, I tend to make very sometimes irrational decisions in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I decided, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to just like, I prayed about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait until, you know, the morning and send this to my producers and see what they say. Um, but I knew from the time, I knew from the time I seen her picture that I was going to choose her. Um and but I didn't want to you know how like you 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 don't want to be like that person right but right, right. and so you you don't know if if I didn't know if she was going to be a right fit because I had never you know had a per I never had like a conversation with her really outside of hey can you do this you know <laughs> right. um, and so um I really had to trust God with that and then you know and then then so after like that first weekend that's when me and me and Sean, you know, decided, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have to, like, really fight for this, and so we started fasting every week before filming, and when I tell you, like, our weeks will be, <laughs> will be really rough, and then we'll, we'll hop on set, but every time we hopped on set, it was, like, uh, it was, I, it was, like, divine order, the way things, it was, like, okay, we're coming, we're doing work, but we're really, you know, we know that this is bigger than us. And so what I ended up taking taking from this film overall was um, I learned so, so many things. Um, and one of the biggest things I learned was to, I got really close, like, I thought, I, you know, I thought I was close with God until this film. <laughs> um, I got like really close. Like I, I was forced, you know, to just like really push the limits when it came to building myself spiritually and um, really having like strong, strong faith and being resilient. I felt, I felt oftentimes like really knocked down, but um, I knew that having like the weight of, of just, you know, everybody involved, I always think this, like, it's no way possible that I could say no or turn turn away from, you know, <laughs> at one point, I'm, I can be really dramatic and thinking, but at one point, I had thought to myself, 
you know, with COVID and stuff going on, I had thought, I literally questioned myself. I said, hey, so are you um, willing to, to die for this project? <laughs> like, what if, what if something happens, and, you know, you, you die, is that okay? And, and I thought to myself, I was like, oh uh, yeah, because I know that I'm doing, you know, what God called me to do. And so if that's, you know, if that's what I have to do, um, I, but the story has to get out. And so I learned, I learned so much, uh, more than I can actually say, but Dude, I'm just I, grateful wow. for everybody, everything. Um, and, and it's still like, it's still moving. Like he hasn't even, this is, this is just a glimpse I feel of what is to really come past this moment. And so, uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to be obedient and really, um, listen really like stay tapped in and 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 that's all that really matters to me it's just that you know i'm listening i'm tapped in and that he you know i'm, I'm really like carrying out his word but you know to to sean's point and to deb's point prayer especially you know in this and what we're doing is vital it's so important um, and just, you know, having people on your set who, who are rooted in, in God and rooted in, you know, the spirit is, is like, that's the key right there. Major key. Like, I, I don't have no more questions after that. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I, I wanted to do this podcast to just do something to just help get awareness to the, the campaign. And y'all end up speaking some words into me. Y'all fasted every week before the shoots, and so yeah, I don't man, I don't have, I don't, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Um, look, y'all, the 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 film is on Indiegogo. The campaign is on Indiegogo. I mean, they're trying to raise ten thousand dollars. Y'all listen to this right now. There's a few days left. Go right now. I'm gonna put the link in um the show notes. Go click the link right now and give. Whatever you can give, give to the film. I mean, you guys heard the stories. You see the faith. Go and support however you can. Um, share this podcast. Share the link. Share Indiegogo. The link. Give. However you can support. Support this team. Thank you all for taking the time out. For real to come on. Yeah, God is moving. And like, you can see it. Again, like I said, the trailer was phenomenal. The team, you guys' team, is phenomenal. Um, I can't wait to see the film. I don't know if y'all got anything else to add. Man, I'm I'm speechless. I don't have nothing else. <laughs> thank thank you for having us again. And honestly, I can't wait to see the film either. So <laughs> I'm excited. Um for, for those who are listening, uh, please, please, you know, whatever you can do, you know, whether it be a dollar, ten dollars, um, please if you can go out, donate. Um, if you can't donate, share share the project with someone who you think it might resonate with. And yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you all. Thank you all. And thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.